Josie's Bar Podcast. We're a podcast in a bar in Hell's Kitchen in New York City, as you can tell by my accent. And uh, that's why we have a genuine New Yorker on the podcast this week. Um, And we discuss Daredevil issues one at a time from the very beginning, ending maybe sometime in 2072. Who knows? We'll be dead by then. Yes, we'd be clutching the last issues in our hands, going, No, bring the microphone, I must talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that was my co host, Vicky, you just heard. Um, Hi. And we have, as I said, a genuine New Yorker to (laughs) bring some authenticity to the podcast. It's Elizabeth. Woo! Hey. Well, a New York State New Yorker, if not a New York City one. Yeah, it's it's still much closer than either Vicky or myself. <laughs> you're like, you're the right side of the water, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Third yeah. generation New Yorker. Yeah, there Thank you go. Uh, as, of course, we are a bar, so what is everyone drinking this week? Uh, Vicky, what are you drinking? I have just a normal cup of tea on the go as well as I got myself I treated myself to some new squash today oh, <laughs> rock and roll oh, push the bow out <laughs> so I've got a lime and elderflower reduced sugar oh elderflower is tasty yeah nice that sounds good nothing so but now, the in this shit bar what is a squash is that <laughs> when it has the actual juice in it as opposed to just the no. flavoring. It's not, no, so, a, not, not a root vegetable. She hasn't bought a root so, vegetable. So, yeah, squash is like, I, I don't know, like cordial. Yeah. Do you have cordial over there? Yeah, it's, it's concentrated, like a, a liquid, and you just dilute it. So you have like orange squash. Oh, okay. So, like, you provide your own soda water with it, and then you just put it into it? You or does it come in pre You don't put soda water in it, you just put still water usually. Uh, I'm trying to think what it would. What is, what is in, in the States? In I don't know if you have. You must have squash. You can have ones where um, you have like a, a cordial like that, and you can put soda water in using a machine called a Soda Stream, very popular in the 1970s. To make it to make it physical. But no, yeah. it's basically like um, uh, so yeah, just like a concentrated flavour, yeah. and then you you put a little bit in a glass, and then you top it up with water. Okay. Um, if you were to drink squash good. straight, you'd be bouncing off the walls. Yeah, you wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, lately they've been advertising some, like, flavours to put into water to get people to, to drink more water. There you go, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that. yeah that's basically right. squash. When I'm, 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 I'm going to Google Australia, it. every time I ordered a lemonade, they kept on handing me a 7-Up. <laughs> so then I asked for, um, no, 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 lemonade, you know, with the actual lemon juice in it, thinking still water lemonade that we have in the United States. Mm-hmm. And um, instead they're like, oh, you mean a lemon squash? So then they would hand me a lemon soda that had actual, it was like a, a fizzy lemonade mm. that actually had lemon juice in yeah. it. Oh, it so good. So when I hear uh, lemon or squash or like a lemon squash or a lime squash, I'm picturing that. But it seemed to be like a pre-mixed soda. Yeah. Okay, I'm just, I'm Googling it and you guys don't drink squash. Um, the closest you guys have to squash would be Kool-Aid. Oh, no, you, So it's yeah. like it's the powder and then you, you put yeah. it, you, you add it to water and it makes a drink. 
Um, okay. So, so squash is like squash is basically like that, but it's liquid, not powder. Okay. Yeah, they like I said, just recently within the last several years, they've had um, some sort of a liquid stuff, and all the commercials are someone like dragging themselves across a desert, and they're they're like, I need something to drink, and someone hands them a glass of water, and they're like, water? I don't want to drink water. And they <laughs> So, but yeah, it, it, Kool Aid we definitely grew up with, but um, but yeah, that's that that's that's according to Google that is like the closest equivalent to squash. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which I guess it is because it's it's basically just a powder version of, yeah, of you just mix it liquid yourself. squash. You just you mix it. Yeah, you mix it together. What are you drinking, Elizabeth? Um, I have well. <laughs> I have water and then I have a backup bottle of Coke just in case I need it. So I'm not too fancy. <laughs> I am also not fancy because I am drinking a Pepsi Max cherry as I pretty much am most weeks. Kill the freeze. Kill the freeze. So this week is a very special episode of Josie's Pop Podcast <laughs> because we are discussing the first Daredevil annual. <gasps> which was released on September the 1st, 1967. Uh, as it says on the cover, all new, not a single reprint. Um, <laughs> and it's called Electro and his Emissaries of Evil. And I've got a description for you guys from Marvel Unlimited. Now, <laughs> tell me when this does not reflect what happened in this is- issue that we read, okay? <laughs> okay. Okay. Daredevil's having a tough week. A flu bug has rendered his radar power useless. A Yakuza gang is trying to reclaim their power in Hell's Kitchen. What? And there's a a murder to be solved. Now he has to deal with a visitor um, from his time in prison, (laughs) Carlos Lamerto, a.k.a. the Black Tarantula. Carlos has been released and he's looking to Matt Murdock for some help in setting up a new life on the outside. Will Murdoch and Lamerto end up as allies or foes? Will Black Tarantula really go straight, or will his inner demons lure him back to his crime lord past? Okay, Maybe that is a different annual. <laughs> all, these yeah, are cause... all questions that are not answered in this issue. I mean, it starts <laughs> off accurate. He does have flu. Um, and no, he then, doesn't. No, no, he doesn't. Well, he doesn't have flu, but he's feeling a bit ill, isn't he? And then, I, I don't guess, think so. I don't know. Was he? Have well, I just, like, completely read the wrong issue? Like, <laughs> he's exercising. He's exercising. But then, like, later when he's fighting, he's, like, he misses a jump, doesn't he? Because he feels a bit woozy. And... Oh, that's because he gets zapped. Maybe yeah, they're zapped. saying that's meant to be that he has flu. I don't know. I'm trying to be generous with Marvel Unlimited. <laughs> I suspect that since they keep redoing the numbering, that that's yeah, actually that, talking yeah. about a different episode. So, I'm really sorry, Black Tarantula is not in this issue. <laughs> Neither is there the Thank Yakuza. Fuck. Yeah, unfortunately. But what there is um, is uh, Stan the Man Lee and Gene the Dean Colon, and uh, embellished by John Tartaglioni and lettered by Sammy Rosen. Yeah, Sammy! Okay, so we start this issue with, I mean, there's as most annuals, there are a few sort of stories and sections in this. I've got the actual issue in my hands as well. Um, not that many ads in this one, but if there's any funny ones, I'll let you know. Um, but we start off with the main story, which is Electro and the Emissaries of Evil. And it starts with Matt Murdock working out in his gym. But I'm assuming you weren't as angry as usual, Vicky. 
No, well, kind of, because it's like, Matt, you're at home. Why are you wearing your sunglasses? I mean, like, I. <sighs> how will we know that he's blind if he does not wear sunglasses? <laughs> Like, like there's how, one how... image of him not wearing them, mm-hmm. but he's all shaded. Yeah. It's like, what, how, you know, how could we possibly know that it's Daredevil, this man working out in a Daredevil <laughs> costume? But I am happy that the brogues and tiny shorts have not made an appearance. Yeah, because... he's wearing his full costume, apart from yeah. how. <laughs> Maybe he has, like, this early Daredevil has, like, Medusa powers, and if you ever gaze into his eyes, even as a reader, you'll be turned to stone. Or is he <laughs> secretly Cyclops? <gasps> Maybe. Ooh. They usually, if they do show his eyes at all, they grey him out, so they look like stones. Yeah, so. they mm. do, exactly, yeah. They're, they're very, like we've said before, they're very hesitant to show his eyes, in cl- particularly in close-up in these early issues. I think we've only had it in that Klaus Kruger issue still, is like the only example I can really think of. Um, yeah. Uh, so apparently, when he bought this brownstone, it came with an elevator. And he... um, I'm just, I'm just gonna say, for a man, for a man that does no work whatsoever, <laughs> and is, and is basically, like, Foggy at this point is basically his sugar daddy mm-hmm. because while Foggy's <laughs> doing all the work, so it's like not only does he have two apartments, yep, but a it's private, a freaking gym. He's got a lab. It's a freaking brownstone. Yeah. And he's also got a lab, remember? And he's also got a sculpture room. And he's got a a giant, one of the, they say something like one of the biggest braille libraries in North America. (laughs) I think, I think that Matt has got a secret OnlyFans account. Oh, maybe. (laughs) For all the, uh, for all the costume uh, chasers. I mean, his apartment is pretty nice because this this shot of him coming through the door we see once again is all this like wood paneling and there's a chandelier. Yeah, it's like a castle. It builds in what the shelves and stuff. But he does say that he has a successful law practice. Practice. No, no. Foggy has a successful law practice. <laughs> I wrote a note. I was wondering what Foggy's house looks like in comparison. If <laughs> I know. <laughs> I would love to see it if he's just in like a little bed sit and. Oh, don't! Oh, fuck it! <laughs> oh. Uh, so he mentions Foggy and Karen and how he can't tell them the truth that, you know, he's Daredevil. And then Stanley's basically like, yeah, we're just summing up this character. So if anyone's picking this issue up and has never read Daredevil before, you know, this is who the character is. So I thought they did it quite well. And he. He keeps going on about as well, like, oh, you know, I can't, um, I can't tell them who I am because that will put them in danger. And then week upon week upon week, he's putting them in danger. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like, okay, whatever. That's true. Uh, He does say that he, oh, go on, sorry. They said, he says, uh, sharing my secret could be too deadly dangerous. (laughs) As opposed to normal dangerous. Deadly Deadly dangerous. Yep, and he does say that he's lonely, and I was like, well, if you consistently don't tell your friends the truth, you are going to be lonely. Yes. You know? God's sake, Matthew. (laughs) I've got a problem. He goes all, like, emo for a little bit. He does a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you know when he's putting his his, uh, uh, mask back on, he still has his sunglasses? (laughs) Yep. Of course.
course, always. I, I, I still, I, I don't, I like, I, I'm still unsure of where his sunglasses go when he puts the cowl on. They're the same place that his horns go when he puts the Thor skin mask over his uh, Daredevil outfit. Don't, don't remind <laughs> Maybe me it of... goes into his his Billy Club along with his pills that he'll be eating later. <laughs> oh, we'll, oh, we'll get God. to Kane Watch. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> So he heads out of his apartment as Daredevil to patrol and he hears uh, two heartbeats that are familiar uh, and they are the heartbeats of the Matador and Electro. Now, Vicky, I, I hinted to you last week that there was going to be the return of five villains that we met before. Were you happy to see these two? I mean, you knew now, Electro was coming back. Like, I love Electro. I love his like ridiculous costume. I love it. But the Matador, like, really, you couldn't have just brought back the bay instead. Yeah, plunderer. Uh, you don't want to waste yeah. the plunderer with four other villains. He should no, that's his, true. I mean... He, he gets his own, yeah, to be fair. His show, do you know what I mean? But, yeah, I was not best pleased to see um, the Matador show up. Just <laughs> like, oh, you again. Did you like it, though, when Daredevil swings in and, like, bumps the Matador with his butt? <laughs> Yeah, I did. I, I, I did actually. Um, uh, I did actually make a note about the. Uh, there's quite a lot of butt shots in there this. There is a lot of butt shots annual, butt Which <laughs> I said loads of butt shots. Lovely. <laughs> Lovely. Um, and the old like the butt slam move. Yeah. He, he which yeah, I that, was, which is great. I was quite, I was quite pleased with that. And hey, and like he kicks. I think it's when he's kicking Electra at the same time. Mm-hmm. So yes. it's kind of like double whammy. Yeah, he kicks Electro with the yeah with his feet. It's great. So the Matador in Revenge attempts to do the old cloakaroo. <laughs> He's learnt from Daredevil. <laughs> um, so he tries to throw this you know this cloak over uh, uh, over Daredevil and punch him. He tries this a few times in this issue, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it is what matadors do, you know, and he just, I guess, sees Daredevil has horns and he's like, ah, oh, a ball, throw it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Electro is firing electricity and uh, Daredevil dodging it. Um, it's exact, so making fun of the noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, he's trying to get out of the way and then he uh, he takes the blast in the shoulder, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. So he catches the blast of electricity on his shoulder, and then he lies on the ground. This this is like this is my panel of the week. <laughs> wow. <laughs> With him just like laying there, like some sort of like fainted damsel. Because <laughs> like, he's got like he's got his like hand over like on his forehead, like oh, 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 like oh, like oh, fetch me my smelling salts. <laughs> I've got an attack of the vapors. <laughs> Does anyone have a hanky? <laughs> yeah. I just, like, oh. and I mean, there, there are, I, I do have a couple of other panels um, that I really enjoyed, but this one, I think, was my favorite. <laughs> I've got well, so many panels of week this week. Which makes it even better. Yeah, because his yeah. idea is he's going to play possum, and so when they come near him, he's going to grab them. And I was thinking, well, then what? You could have grabbed them many times during this fight. Yeah. Um, but instead, they're like, oh, he's he's unconscious. Let's go before the police get here, and then we'll get our revenge later. So he's like, oh. Like, okay. I never understand why the villains keep doing this. Like they incapacitate him, and they're like, no, we're not just gonna we're not just gonna offer you now 
uh, we're just going to go and then we can exact our revenge later. And it's like, dude, he's he's like right there. He's li- he's literally right there unconscious. Just yeah. just do it. <laughs> Put us all out of our misery. Exactly. But that means that if he's playing possum, he chose that pose on purpose. <laughs> yes. Yeah, which 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 to me makes that panel even more amusing. <laughs> It's it's very theatrical. Because he's so extra. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, So this is the bit where I was like, well, maybe when they wrote the description, I'm trying to be generous. Maybe they were like, oh, he's got the flu because he feels woozy and all this. I don't think it is. I think it's he's had that bulk, but just trying to be nice to Marvel Unlimited. There actually was an issue, at least one issue, where mm-hmm. he did have a really bad cold and it was messing up his ability to uh, use his senses and stuff. So <laughs> Yeah, I that's... can't remember if that's the one that Black, like Black Tarantula's in that one, so it might be the one that they're talking about. I can't remember yeah, what it is. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so he feels a bit woozy. He decides to head home and um or he decides to do like a leap and he lands head head first on a rooftop and i was like oh well your neck's broken yeah no. quite, but quite. He, he stopped himself with his hand so yes. his head hit his hand which hit the ground so that of course made it all better it didn't just break his hand yeah. and his yeah. neck and his like, yeah exactly uh, yeah <laughs> yep he's he's fine so then he walks home um and he's kind of walking through the streets and it's kind of similar to the issue we had recently, you know, where he's he's lost his um, his like super senses. And I was expecting mm. people to be like, look, it's Daredevil walking down the street again. You OK? Um, yeah. Like there wasn't the <laughs> other one. Uh, so he walks home. Meanwhile, in a private jet, the gladiator is heading to New York to his costume shop to change into his costume. Were you How happy does he to afford see a private jet? He sells a lot of costumes. I don't know. Well, well he works he, for the Magia now, doesn't he? So he's right. Uh, isn't he head of the Magia now? He didn't he end up like they they selected him um, after he beat up that emaciated tiger. Oh yeah, it's the sad sack the sad sack lion. <laughs> yeah. But then why would he have to join a team if he's the head of the Magia? I don't. Know. I don't know. Uh, Okay, sorry, I was out. He loves he loves wacky costumes, so maybe he was like, "Well, the Maggie are all dressed in suits; they're a bit boring. I'm gonna dress with some fellow costume enthusiasts." Yeah, like Electra has got some pizzazz. Yeah, um, I'm gonna <laughs> go join <laughs> him. That's an excuse to beat on Daredevil, so okay. Yeah. Uh, Electro Rescue Stiltman, um, who looks like a squid. He looks like he's got a squid <laughs> he over does, his shoulders. Does. He does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> I was like, what is that? And I was like, oh, it's Stiltman, so apparently. And he, and he puts, like, power into him to wake him up and stuff. But I was like, but it's a guy in a suit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Is he up. dead? Like, are you, is, like, this, is this, like, Frankenstein? Because <laughs> it's like, he's been in the water, so just, like, the, is, is his suit watertight? And he's just kind of unconscious in his suit? I because it, no I think the, the little yellow panel says, you know, X amount of months ago. Like Electro yeah. was basically there during the battle with Stiltman, mm-hmm. so yeah. fished it, fished him out of the pool. But it's like if the suits are watertight, then okay, fair enough, he can just sort of. But <laughs> it's like he's clear, he clearly thinks he's dead in the suit, maybe, yeah. and is trying to give him some sort of CPR. But yeah, it was really weird because it was like, well, Stiltman's the man in the suit. He's not like 
Unless him and the suit have become one. I don't <laughs> know. Bonded. Oh, no. Maybe the suit was uh, ran out of power and he has to power it back up again so the guy can actually get out. Maybe. <laughs> Help me, I'm trapped in this nutshell. I thought it was weird that he, like, Electro takes um, Stiltman back to this, like, mansion yeah. on a hill to do this. But later on, his layer is not that mansion. It's in an electricity power plant. Yeah, I was like, how many layers has he got? It's, yeah, it's it's all a bit... Uh, it, it, some of this, this, ish, this annual was a little bit confusing, to be honest. <laughs> got a little so, bit like... What? Is it more or less confusing than Karen's outfit in the next panel? I actually like her top. I quite like it. I just wish her skirt wasn't red. Yeah, the blouse is really cute. I mean, it's brown. Mm. Oh, is it? It's it's not as bad as the um, strange, like, red plaid and brown ruffle number that she wears later on. Oh, yeah, true, yeah. Yeah, in the uh, Marvel Unlimited version, she's got a red... um, skirt on and in the physical issue i'm holding she's got a red skirt on but her her blouse is a bit darker pink yeah it's pink with like, I like, white. I like the blouse the blouse is cute yeah the blouse is cute i guess on mine it's like a reddish brown so i i was just assuming it was brown oh you're all seen foggy's dressed as the owl <laughs> he's suit. always wearing they always put him in a green suit he him. rocks that green suit i mean foggy's looking sharp in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, so Foggy's pining after Karen and uh, is worrying about Matt and Karen's worrying about Matt. Um, the phone rings and it's Matt <laughs> as Daredevil. And he's calling. Oh, is he calling in sick? Or yeah, is he's, he? He's just saying, I've got a personal matter. Yeah, he's calling in sick. He's like, oh, I'm not coming into work today. But he never said that. Like, never slept in, by the way, I'm not coming in after all. But yeah. actually, the thing that made me laugh on this was that they're like, maybe it's him before they pick up the phone. And then he's like, yeah. this is. <laughs> so he's answering them, even though he wasn't listening to their conversation. But it's like, it's like Matt, do you do you even do any work? Like, seriously, now you're calling in sick? Like, what? <laughs> like, what? Poor Foggy. Karen actually complains about that at the end. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I love that. I love that bit. It's like, same Karen. So Daredevil heads out to hunt down the Emissary of Evil. Uh, people stare at Daredevil as he swings by, including a lady with bright red hair, which I liked. I was like, Mary Jane, is that you? <laughs> and I love that whole, like, um, oh, you know, what with, like, the Fantastic Four and Daredevil and all the rest of it, we're going to have to keep the blind shut so that everyone can <laughs> get us. Because so everyone can actually do some work with all these <laughs> superheroes swinging around the place it would be it would be like every five minutes there's a superhero going past i, I mean, guess you'd get tired of it eventually but yeah just be like, <laughs> it'll oh. take a while it's like superhero rush hour <laughs> yeah oh uh, not again oh another one. Oh. so the matador uh is at the docks and he attacks this um ship captain and waits for daredevil this but- cracked me up <laughs> <laughs> So basically, he's been hiding on this guy's boat. It's not clear whether the guy let him hide on the boat or if he didn't know he was there. Yeah, but anyway, know. the matador kicks him, saying that here's payment for letting me hide on your <laughs> boat. <laughs> and, and what what on earth is a matador doing at the docks? Why not? I don't understand that. It just seems a bit like I don't know, like, I don't know why he's hanging out at the docks. I, it's not, I have no idea. Not, it doesn't seem like his mo. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, maybe he just wanted to go fishing or something. 
Maybe he just like hates sailors. <laughs> I don't know. They each took a section of the uh, of town, and he got the the short straw. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they're like, and you go to the docks, and he's like, oh man. <laughs> um, so Daredevil shows up, and Matador does the old cloakaroo again. The old cloakaroo. I mean, we love the old cloakaroo, but Daredevil calls Matador Matty, <laughs> which made me laugh. Yeah. Which is his own nickname, which makes. I it know. Pretty funny. <laughs> it's just funny. So he does the old cloakaroo, and then because obviously Daredevil um, knows where he is because he doesn't need to be able to see, and the idea of throwing the cloak over him was so he couldn't see, he manages to punch him into oblivion, basically into a backflip, it looks like. Yeah. Um, so, and Matador's like, what? How did you do that? How did you know where to hit me? Oh, what? So he gets his sword out, and they start having a fight. They start to buckle their swashes. And they buckle their swashes. <laughs> Um, at one point, the matador goes, Caramba! Which made me laugh. <laughs> so he, he, I was laughing at that too. I think, he do, I think he, when he's doing like the old cloakaroo at some point, he's, he goes, Ole! <laughs> yes! <laughs> I see, I kind of like the matador. <laughs> he's so, he's so bad. <laughs> oh, he, yeah, I love him. Uh, so Daredevil manages to trick him into falling into the water. Um, and then we see this like silhouette of him under the water with this cape. And I think Daredevil then says, oh, I can hear him paddling away. And I think that's because like if you fell in the water with this big bit of fabric, you'd probably drown. Right. Because that would stop you yeah. from resurfacing. It would drag you down or it would you'd get entangled in it. Yeah. Like, you, back in the day. Yeah. You start to panic. So Daredevil says, oh, it's OK. I can hear him paddling away under the water like a little pollywog and i was like what the hell is a pollywog <laughs> so apparently it's like, like a larval a larval frog or toad yeah yeah it's Ooh, before yeah. it becomes a frog yeah so it's like a tadpole we call them tadpoles okay oh, yeah. yeah but i was oh, like tadpole. a pollywog <laughs> i was like when i read that i was like oh my god is this going to be something hideously racist <laughs> I, yes i was thinking this is like a gollywog i was like oh Oh dear. Meanwhile, one of the sailors is watching and he's fanboying over Daredevil. He's like, wow, look at those muscles. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what a dock walloper he'd make. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so Daredevil leaves the scene and we get one of my, my, my mini panels of the week, which is him swinging past this skyscraper yes. and we can see his silhouette on the skyscraper. And it's just really simple and nice. It's and a I love it. very, very cool panel. That's, that's one of my, uh, my other favorite panels. It's so pretty. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. It's so simple. It'd be a nice cover. Like I can imagine that being a cover in the Mark Ray. Mm. Um, so then he's getting a bit a bit um, peckish. So we have a bit of cane watch. We haven't had it for a long time, but he uh, pops out a secret compartment in his his cane, his billy club, and he's got a secret compartment of nutrient capsules. Of course he does. It sounds like the most horrible thing to have for dinner. <laughs> oh, I love it. I just was thinking I'm of hungry. like. Let me have a pill. Yeah, I I was just thinking of like Willy Wonka, and, <laughs> and I just imagined him popping this pill, and he's like, roast beef, mmm, and here's mm. dessert, <laughs> blueberry pie. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, we get another really gorgeous panel, in my opinion, of him swinging above the city. It's the one that's all in blue and yellow yes. and black. Mm. It looks a lot better online or in 
probably subsequent uh, reprints in the original issue I'm looking at is quite faded. Um, but in the uh, online in particular, the red of his costume really pops. It's really yeah. nice. Yeah. There's, there's like what I what I do love about this annual is there are lo- there's like so much like acrobatic action. Yeah. In in this annual, it's awesome. Yeah, it's so nice. Um, and then he bumps right into our old friend Stiltman. Stiltman. Who's got a lay? I mean, he he likes his ray guns. That's what he, he does. does. <laughs> He's like, I got a ray gun again. I'm gonna try and shoot at you. Um, they have. I like angle that one. I really like that splash page as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, Daredevil was kind of leaping out the way, but it looks like he's sort of doing push-ups on the wall. Yeah. It was... <laughs> strange. It's, angle. Yeah, it's a strange. Yeah, it's an odd angle. Um, <laughs> he's stretching out his calf muscles. Yeah, he's like, oh. <laughs> oh man. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Let me just. Kelly uh... Horse, gotta get it out. <laughs> So he uh, does the old Empire Strikes Back and is swinging his cable around Stiltman to try and stop him. Not around his legs this time, around his body. And then he swings into him and kicks him and hurts his toe. (coughs) (laughs) And his exact words are, youch! Youch! I have put that as one of my panels of the week as well because I laughed pretty hard. Although um, it's funny that he broke his toe, but then he ended up wrapping up his ankle instead. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you wrapping up your ankle? Like, what's that all about? So, yeah, I mean, it's very strange. So Stiltman, for some reason, decides to shrink to fight Daredevil. Up <laughs> so Daredevil... his butt. Huh? <laughs> up his butt. <laughs> so he's like, <laughs> this isn't Ant-Man, you know. So he shrinks, uh, fights him at his own level, and then Daredevil just manages to press the button that makes his legs spring out, so Stiltman flies through a wall. <laughs> Wee! Or a pile of money, which I thought it was initially, because it was green bricks. Yeah. Do you, do, you know, do you know what that reminded me of, that moment when what? he flashed, smashed it? In Scott Pilgrim, uh, when the vegan police turn up. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. A, yeah, it is a bit like that. But the police turn up and they they don't know what happened because Stiltman's gone. But it looks like there was an explosion through the wall. Uh, and Daredevil heads home and he looks very tired and sorry for himself. As he should. Well, he clonked his head yesterday. And now he clonked his his uh, ankle. Yeah. Or his toe. Or his toe. His, a- <laughs> his, his ankle toe. Yeah, his ankle. Yeah. Well, one part of his foot. And then sitting outside his eventually. apartment is a little tape. And he's like, hmm, who's this tape from? And I was like, well, it better be from Black Tarantula, according to your description. Yeah. Unlimited. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Uh, so. Early voicemail message. Yeah, exactly. So he, uh, what do we think of Matt's yellow pajamas? I like them. Yeah. Superhero pajamas. I just thought it was funny he was wearing pajamas in the first place. He yeah. just looks so he looks like a banana. Banana in pajamas. Bananas <laughs> in pajamas are coming down the stairs. <laughs> Elizabeth, do you have bananas in pajamas? No. <laughs> it's a, Is that a show? It, it was a kid's show, and the theme song went, Bananas in pajamas are coming down the stairs. Bananas in pajamas are coming down in pairs. I can't remember and the it, rest. And it was literally, it was 
bananas in pajamas. <laughs> that's all it was. <laughs> that's 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 the show. Actual bananas, <laughs> giant bananas. This is our, our our youth. We had Elizabeth <laughs> bananas in pajamas. Oh, terrifying. Um, mm. more terrifying than the California raisins. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> they were pretty creepy I'm terrified of them uh, so he bandages up his ankle for some reason and then he listens to the tape and this is where my heart grows three sizes in its chest for Foggy Nelson because poor Foggy has been trying to phone him and he hasn't been able to answer but he's so worried about Matt poor blind Matt because Stiltman is out and about and he just wants to say don't come to the office alone. Call us first. Presumably, Foggy will then go and pick him up. And I was like, oh. He doesn't say don't come in at all and don't work at all. He says, yeah. call us first. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it. We'll set up a Zoom call. <laughs> Does anyone else think it's weird that Foggy dropped off a cassette? <laughs> yes. <laughs> at, at, at Matt's apartment rather than just a note. Well, Matt wouldn't be able well, to read the Well, because he doesn't... Oh, oh shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, for- I forget that Matt's blind. <laughs> That's he's... why he's wearing the sunglasses all the time, even wearing his PJs in bed. Yes, absolutely. Although they look like different sunglasses when he's in Maybe. bed. They look really small. I don't know. Are they his, they're his special sleepy time sunglasses. Yeah, they're his sleepy, sleepy <laughs> shades. <laughs> um, so he decides, he's like, oh, that's nice of him to worry about me. Um, so the next day, so I don't think he's gotten to work that the next day, he decides to go for a walk in Central Park and he's like, (laughs) my friend is scared of of me going out because the stilt man's around. So instead I'm going to take the day off and stroll around the city. (laughs) (laughs) Just go to the park and sit under a tree. I'm going to sit under a tree and contemplate. Instead of going to work or as or asking him to stop by and, and walk me to work. Well, presumably he didn't go to work that day. So, yeah, he just sat at home all day and now has gone for no, a walk. No, he didn't even sit at home, though. He went out. No, but, but it says that this is before twilight. It says just before twilight the next day. Oh, OK. So I don't My, think he went to work that, that day. He just had a, a Netflix day and then has now gone for a stroll. My okay, favorite, my sitting in there all day long. <laughs> yeah. My favorite line in this whole annual is, um, "My hair tonic isn't even greasy." <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, what do you think of his um, his outfit he's wearing? Where he's got this kind of like they're sort of like I mean in the online issue they're like red trousers, um, and then what did I put? He's wearing like red trousers, a tan jacket, um. In in the actual issue though, it looks more more like a brown jacket. Yeah, it's a tannish brown jacket and brown pants on the way the way that I've seen it. Ah, okay. Yeah, the online it's a lot it's online it's a lot more Mike Murdoch than Matt Murdoch. Yeah, his trousers wise. are really red, mm. which is yeah. weird. Yeah, because it looks like he's just wearing his dead trousers. I'm just randomly taking pictures of things so I can send you what the colours nice. like. <laughs> awesome. Um, so there's a little boy with a balloon walking past for some reason. And, uh, in the darkness of Central Park, uh, Leapfrog searches for Daredevil and Matt then senses him and sneaks sneaks into a bush and changes into Daredevil while while doing this kind of lunge with 
with his legs. Yeah, this like weird squatty. The squatty lunge. Yeah, it's very strange. I absolutely love that the way he deals with Leapfrog is he just grabs his ankle and swings him around a bit. Yeah. I love it. It's great. He's just like, whoop. I um, Leapfrog. <laughs> so, can we talk about the dialogue a little bit? Absolutely. <laughs> go for it. So, um, at one point he's talking about when he's in the park by himself, um, Stan says, we're not mind readers. Meanwhile, like the panel before was literally everything that was in <laughs> Matt's mind. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, later on, when Leapfrog shows up, he's just like, "Oh, I know his footsteps anywhere." I'm like, "Yeah, I think anyone would with his foot flapping yeah, along." Yeah, because they go boing, 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 boing. <laughs> <laughs> so Maybe, maybe, like they did the whole, um, you know, and and now, you know, we're not going to pry into into, you know, what Matt's thinking because we're not mind readers. It's like maybe he was having impure thoughts about Karen. He's a good Catholic <laughs> boy. He wouldn't do that. Oh rubbish. Well, he's not a Catholic boy <laughs> yet, but you know. Think about it. He just wouldn't do anything about it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Mm. Um. So they have a big fight, and Leapfrog tries to. Sort of, sort of escapes, and he's basically trying to lead Daredevil to the rest of the Emissary of Evil. That's what Daredevil believes, um, because he heard earlier Electro and Matador plotting about this. And Daredevil's like, oh, he's leading me into a trap, but you know what? I'm a bit bored. I'll follow him. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, each of these individual ones was a struggle for you to defeat before, Matt, and now you're going to go and fight all five? Okay. He's like, I'm a bit bored. It's like, Go and do some actual work, Matt. <laughs> no, never. Like, like and, and this whole, like, don't, don't they say, like, doesn't Foggy say earlier, or, or one of the panels says earlier, you know, now back to the now world famous Nelson and Murdoch. Oh, I And it's know. like, I'm sure it does. Mm. When, you, when we first see Karen and Foggy in this in this annual. The now and famous it, law offices, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, they're famous because of Foggy. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why it's Nelson and Murdoch. Murdoch's yeah. in brackets. <laughs> in in lowercase. <laughs> in brackets. And Murdoch. Nelson and Murdoch sometimes swings by. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so his new hideout, Electros, is some um, as a power plant. And the power lines confuse Daredevil's senses, which I like. I like when stuff kind of messes with his senses. And they all attack one at a time and then all together. So we get this big fight. I like the fact that they actually did it all together. Because most of the time Mm -hmm. when they have a team up one, they all take turns. and They kind of queue up and wait for their turn. Yeah. It's like that that scene in Airplane. Yeah. Yes. When they're all queuing up to like slap that hysterical woman around the face and then as it progresses back there's like a guy with a baseball bat <laughs> and then a guy with a gun and then... <laughs> love it I like we've got this moment where Matador has like done the old cloakaroo which is his signature move over Daredevil and he's got him like by the neck and he's like pulling him back and then to allow the gladiator to punch him I thought that was really cool like Claire that's his only move that is his, well, he's got a sword, a sword as well. A sword. Behold my sword. I like sword. that Daredevil's flinging the various bad guys at each other because they were, they're all uh, jumping on him at the same time. So yeah. he's using them as a weapon. 
Yeah, that's great. And he, I mean, he uses his billy club as a weapon, like to like as as, as a projectile as well on Stiltman. Mm, yeah. I like. I always like it when he does that. And he, um, at one point, Electro tries to uh, electrocute Daredevil. Daredevil ducks and he electrocutes Stiltman instead. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also in the panel immediately after that, it really looks like Daredevil punches Electro in the dick. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, I don't know exactly what's going on, but there's like a little, like, white kind of star, which is usually showing impact, and it's right on Electro's crotch, and Electro's leant backwards and is going, oh, so... I think it's supposed to be that he punched him in the face and uh, now he's flying backwards and the uh, the impact I guess. image is still in the same place where it used to be, but it does look... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just going to go with dick punch. <laughs> I mean, um, it would work. Right. <laughs> he is being attacked by a bunch of guys at one time, so... Oh, so like yeah. The uh, quickest way to... rules are in play at this point. Yeah, it'd be the quickest way to take them all down, you know. Um... <laughs> So. Five-fingered five dick punch. <laughs> See, this is why they need to have women on the teams, too, because Seriously. then they can even out the... Uh, not one shot hits all. We Wait, haven't sorry. had any proper female villains yet. We had the uh, the woman that Foggy dated. What was her name? Deborah. Yeah, she, was, or, she wasn't that, really a villain. So. The yeah. hot brunette. Yeah. Yeah, the um the what did the we be- say? She was the Betty Page to Karen's Doris Day. Yeah. Um <laughs> I I can't remember who the first female villain is to show up actually. I'm trying to think. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I, I could I, I could think of plenty, one. but that's, I can't think of who is the earliest. That's not for another decade or two. Yeah, seriously. So um at one point the Matador does the old cloakaroo again. Um, thinks he does it to Daredevil, but it's actually Leapfrog. And this is my panel of the week, is <laughs> <laughs> Matador going, huh? Because he does a, a proper double take, and I love it. <laughs> and then Daredevil's in the background like, hee hee hee. <laughs> Who is oh. the, um, there's some, uh, like, oh, outer space guy that has two heads, because he's supposed to be Justice, and, and so he has like a, Two faces, one on the front of his head and one on the the back. Oh. Uh, the Matadors, both like to show him spinning around. They drew his face three times, and he looks yeah. kind of like that guy. <laughs> he does, yeah, yeah. I, I thought for a minute there, I thought you were talking about say for Beeblebrock from. Uh, I did as well, but uh, then I was yeah. like, well, that's under his face, isn't well, it? Well, that would work too. But now, see, he. All right, we're not going to get into that right now but um yeah i always pictured him a lot differently than he was in the movie yeah, me too because i think in the um the series the really early series of it they pictured him with his faces next to each other which is more like i imagine yes him. yes yeah two heads on the same shoulder yes I so i i yeah. absolutely agree mate yeah yeah in the book mm-hmm. uh so um at the end the way that he manages to defeat them is he uses a wire coil and he lassoes all of them. Well, he says it's all of them, but Gladiator is lying on the floor, so I don't know how he gets Gladiator as well. Um, oh, no, no, Stiltman's lying on the floor, sorry. So he lassoes them all together and puts the end of the uh, the wire to the power transformer so that Electro's power will shock them into submission. <laughs> I was like, okay. I think okay. I guess that's how it works. Um, yeah. 
don't know enough about electrical theory to yeah. understand whether that worked or not. So no, I, gave no clue. I, was, I can't remember from doing physics at school. I was like, okay, um, fair enough. Uh, Matt heads back to the office as he's learned that Stiltman was captured. And Karen pulls a weird face, Elizabeth, <laughs> which you demanded we talk about. being back at the office the first one's fine um although i don't like her dress well yeah we'll talk about the dress in a moment because but the second panel i don't know what they were what drugs they were on when they did it but they gave her these gigantic angelina jolie lips yeah (laughs) that don't fit the size of her face so and she's got like one eye looks like it's it's a bit lazy it's just a weird she's got one drooping eye like like yeah yeah it's 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 a re- yeah it's very strange and her, her lips are like absolutely humongous yeah it, it, it looks like she's been beaten up or she had a really bad uh plastic surgery yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's very strange i mean it it distracts from her dress um mm. vicky which you mentioned which earlier. is also the good <laughs> yeah so yeah. what are your thoughts on this dress i mean I... describe it for our listeners if you can so it's like uh, a red and black plaid kind of mm. fitted dress and then like down the front down like the front almost i don't know whether it like lines the buttons or whatever but it's like yeah. this weird brown ruffle effect that goes kind of across like in a v-neck oh it's hideous and and on the cuffs as well and in the yeah. uh, the actual issue it's more orange i don't know what um elizabeth yeah, has. it's not as orange as matt's hair but it's orange yeah, on mine, it's the dress is brown and the ruffles orange. Yeah, and online, it's kind of like a dark, a kind of a brownie red. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's then, kind of what I'm saying. Uh, and then a brown ruffle, and it's just like, Karen, what is that? The, yeah, this dress is like, it made me stop and kind of be like, what, <laughs> what, what is this? Like, it, 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 this is, we haven't seen Karen wear such a bad outfit in a long time. No, she's always, you know, pretty well turned out. Mm. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's not good. And then I don't know what's happening with her face. Um, So um, (laughs) Matt's like, oh, I must always pretend to act like a blind man. So he's like, oh, Karen, did you move the cabinet? Oh, no, there it is. Um, So I love that. And then he basically moans because they still haven't filed a brief. And he's like, oh, you can't get anything done while I'm not here. And Karen throws up her arms. Yeah, throws I was, up her hands in disbelief. I was like, "You dickhead, Matt." Well, that, I think act. that's what Foggy's he saying as well. Yeah, Foggy's staring at him like you are. <laughs> yeah, like I am single-handedly holding this business down while you, you know, go and do whatever it is that Matt does. Yeah, Foggy's like, uh, I. Someone said that they saw you sitting under a tree in the park yesterday, Matt, when you were meant to be at work. Yeah. Nope. Dishbag. So. Oh, I love, like, Karen's little, like, speech of it. It's like, ugh, men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he. So Matt basically feels. He says he feels bad, but at least they don't suspect anything. No, no they he just doesn't. think you're an asshole. He doesn't feel bad. <laughs> and then he. Dreams about taking Karen into his arms, but Daredevil, Matt Murdock has always been a loner, and he must be a loner as long as Daredevil lives. 
Uh, also on <laughs> well, the uh... dies, he's going to die too, so it's kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, also on the door in the background, you can see it. It's in reverse, but it says Murdoch and Nelson, which I thought was interesting. Oh, I didn't notice it. Yeah, it says Murdoch Nelson, and then it looks like attorneys. Yeah. So it would be Murdoch yeah, yeah. and Nelson. I was like, oh. No, that's wrong. <laughs> Should be Nelson and Murdoch because Foggy is the one doing all the heavy lifting. Yeah. <laughs> well, plus in the uh, the TV show, one of my favorite scenes was when uh, when Matt tells uh, Foggy that no, it should be Nelson and Murdoch. Can't see worth his squat, but my hearing is excellent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, in one of my favorite episodes, which was uh, Nelson versus Murdoch. Yes. That's a great episode. That's my all-time favourite episode of all of them. Well, because just any flashbacks of, like, college, Matt and Foggy are just hilarious. And that's where we also get avocados at law in that, that yes. uh, episode. Yes, avocados. So... Uh, it's my favourite out of all of them. <laughs> my favourite is still episode number two, and I don't know why. I just love it so much. I think it's because just the, the little Jack Murdoch bit just breaks my heart. And I loved talking with um, John Patrick Hayden about that episode. And I, I, well, that's when there's the big um, fight scene at the end, too. Yeah, and it's got the big fight scene. And I love, I like Matt being incapacitated but still fighting because we have the whole mm-hmm. thing where he's at Claire's and he's, I don't know. And I just, I love that episode. I love it. I liked him meeting Claire, too. And he was all defenseless yeah. and she was taking care of him and stuff. So that's probably my second favorite episode. But 13, Nelson vs. Murdoch is my favorite. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of my favourite ones. Or ten. <laughs> ten. Yes, ten. Ten. 13 yes, is... ten. Thirteen was the last one. Thirteen's the last one, yeah. yeah so yeah, if you want to know more about our thoughts on that, then listen to the Defenders podcast, um, <laughs> where I, um, we did, me and my co-host did a commentary on um, uh, episode two of Daredevil Cutman, which was really fun. I uh, think that was when I first started listening to you guys you had just finished two and i went back and listened to one and two. Oh, thanks mate yeah it was it was fun i need to do a rewatch of the i need to do a rewatch of the the daredevil movie because as i posted on facebook the other day um it's been 18 years since i asked certain questions on facebook about the daredevil movie about how his radar sense works and i still don't understand so i think i need to rewatch. so uh vicky we can do that later this week no 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 yeah Maybe no. maybe me and Elizabeth will do a commentary as a little bonus episode for Josie's Bar sometime, if you'd be interested, Elizabeth. Uh, of course. Yeah. Because we, we both know that Which one Taking of the two? Taking that sale. The director's better. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, shall, we shall put that as a maybe episode, because I think that would be fun. Um, so that is the end of the story, but then we get all the sort of bonus stuff in this uh, issue. Um, because so it's the, an annual. Because it's an annual. Uh, so the first thing we get is inside inside Daredevil. <laughs> Fabulous far out facts about the man without fear. Uh, so it goes through a bit. So it is kind of like, oh, hey, if you're reading Daredevil the first time, this is sort of what's going on with him. Uh, mm. So they talk about his riotous radar sense, his titanic <laughs> sense of touch, his built in lie detector. And then on the next page, he sort of talks about how he can fight so effectively uh, as a blind man and you get a little kind of example which i thought was like a really fun yeah. little two pages you know yeah it was kind of fun the 
only yeah. thing is, is that um, his radar sense one, the way that they drew it, it made it look like the uh, gladiator was on fire. Yeah. I think it was, it was supposed to be the, yeah. the air sense, like the sense of smell or something, but um, it, it just, the way that the, <laughs> the colors are swirling <laughs> around him, it looks like he's on fire. Yeah, or he's like, it's his smell, like he's smelling the gladiator. Because they've got his radar <laughs> sense at the bottom. That the, the lie detector, the way they show that, looks more like his radar sense is usually depicted. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought that was fun. And then we, we get a little bit for Vicky, because I thought she would enjoy this. <laughs> Which is, gather around, heroes, the time has come for an explanation. <laughs> Who is Mike Murdoch? Uh, and it basically describes why him and Daredevil were never seen at the same time. And I love the fact that when Daredevil's swinging upside down at the bottom of the page, his speech bubbles are also upside down. I like that too! It's so cute! Aww, I love it. Um, Can you believe, Vicky, that Mike was created all the way back in issue 25? Wow. That's quite... I do like the bit um, where, like, Matt's ruffling his hair up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Trying to make it look like... So he's got, like, the Mike hair. Yeah. Um... Um, he he really looks like he's his... stolen Foggy's suit because he's wearing the green suit, you know. And you really want what? I want the because on in the online one he's putting on like a purple check jacket. Yes. I want it. <laughs> you would totally. I've seen you wear stuff similar to that, like shirts. I would expect the purple man to wear that one. Absolutely. Absolutely. So in the actual issue, we then get some ads, um, but I don't think there's anything that different i mean there's the say the usual ones like onion gum and a joy buzzer and a whoopee cushion <laughs> and, gum. yeah and a secret spy scope and a boomerang um, boomerangs yeah and it says more fun than a barrel of monkeys um there's they have x-ray specs uh, they haven't got x-ray specs they've got c behind oh no they have got x-ray specs yeah a hilarious <laughs> optical illusion um miniature secret camera exhaust whistle um yeah lots of them the uh refresh older eyes that tire easily and it's basically saying eyes that are over uh, if you're over 35 well that's all of us us old old ladies um yeah so nothing no no really exciting adverts unfortunately um but then we get the most exciting part of the annual which is the uh, the pinups, a colourful collection of Daredevil's cast of characters. Actually, absolutely my favourite part. Panel of the week. It's, this is your panel of the week, the one of Karen. Yes. <laughs> it's so very uh, romance comics. Yes, it really is. It's it's just Karen with a red rose gazing into space and daydreaming of kissing Matt. <laughs> it's very cute. It's so cute. And this is your favourite um, bit, did you say, Vicky? Yeah, I love all of these. I love the one of Foggy, because yeah. Foggy is next to Karen and he's daydreaming, but he's dreaming about Karen, and then he's like, ugh, if my pal Matt wasn't enough competition, competition, now I have to deal with Mike. Uh, and then it's, because these are all signed by them, and Foggy says, oh, well, somebody's got to carry the spear, Foggy Nelson. <laughs> Oh, hey, there's no okay. sunglasses on in this picture. Who doesn't? There's five pictures of of Mike, mm-hmm. but only one of Matt, and he doesn't have his sunglasses on. The one with oh. the cane. 
He looks like he's got sunglasses on in the actual issue. Really? On yeah. mine, he doesn't have... I'm going to send he you a picture. He looks like he's got his eyes closed. Oh, I'm going to send you a picture. All right, I'll send you a picture of mine, too. Okay. <laughs> we'll do a comparison. <laughs> uh, there you go. I've sent it to you, Elizabeth. Oh, so I like that it looks like Karen's reaching for this tiny cane that Matt's holding. That's a different picture. Oh, <gasps> really? Okay. Wow. Whoa, it is completely different. That's interesting. So, Vicky, you can't afford it to you. Um, but in, yeah, in um, Elizabeth's version, it's Matt with no sunglasses with closed eyes. Whereas in the version that we looked at, well, I think on the online version, I'm looking at the actual issue. Uh, it's Matt with sunglasses. What have you got, Vicky? Uh, I didn't notice. Ah. So I don't, I don't have the issue. Open, I, so. I think the issue online was him with sunglasses as well. Huh. I wonder the master worst one is the one I'm... Yeah. That's very interesting. Hmm. Yeah, because it does sort of leap out whenever he doesn't wear sunglasses. Yeah, I didn't even notice it until just now. I had looked at this picture three times, but I kept on focusing in on Foggy or on the, the various mics. Yeah, that's weird. I might post that on the Facebook group. Uh, our next pinup is one of my faves. I might put it on my wall, uh, which is uh, Kazar just going for a little midnight stroll with Zabu. <laughs> That this is my this is my favorite 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 <laughs> favorite thing about this issue is him looking all kind of Fabio yeah. taking his job tiger for a walk. I just I love I want this in a frame on my bedroom wall. I'll I'll scan my uh, my copy. And you I'll print one off for you, mate. You can have it framed. Uh, I like that he's got very nice handwriting, Kazar, and it says, if I'd carry a guitar, no one would notice me. And then it's signed, Kazar and Zabu. With a footprint, a little paw print. I think people would notice you. You're you're walking a saber-toothed tiger, like Kazar. I love it. The angle is funny, though, because they're doing, like, the forced perspective thing, Mm -hmm. so his foot is really huge. His foot is (laughs) massive, yeah. Because it's looking up at him, and, uh, yeah, (laughs) it's just pretty funny. The next one is Daredevil. Uh, He's swinging through the city, and it says, Whatever you do, wherever you go, always hang loose, DD. I thought it should quote Buckaroo Banzar. It's like, wherever you are, you're, (laughs) you're already there, whatever it is he says. Um, then got that chin going there. It's what? It's got that cleft chin. It was very uh, distinctive. Throughout oh the yeah, solution. yeah, it's a very cleft chin. Then we have some villains. We have one of the gladiator. Now, did you notice that the gladiator in this, and probably in the earlier issue, but I didn't go back and read it too closely. Um, he's a lot smarter than oh, he yeah. is later on. Like, later on, I don't know, maybe he gets his head hit a couple times, but um, he's a lot more of a simple kind of guy that's yeah. sort of dragged into doing bad stuff. As opposed to right now, he seems like he's more like a, a fearless, I don't know, he, he seems a lot smarter. Yeah, I think we spoke about, I can't remember who was on the issue before that we talked about Gladiator, um, but I think we spoke about that, it's kind of unusual, because if people think of the Gladiator as a daredevil villain... I think they do generally think of him more like your description. I mean, that's that's also the portrayal they went with um, when they did then when they brought Gladiator, um, uh, you know, uh, or Melvin into the Daredevil series. 
mm-hmm. because people associate that that character more and that is how how he is more in the um the more modern runs um yeah so i kind of wonder why they did that but yeah he's he's really intelligent in the first appearance because he's you know it's him basically working with the masked marauder but he's not just like a hired goon for the masked marauder mm-hmm. yeah so we'll have to sort of keep an eye and sort of see where that change happens because i i can't really remember like when it happens you know yeah um because in the 80s i think he was always sort of that yeah sort of guy yeah and absolutely dragged into doing stuff even though he was trying to change to be better uh next we have a pinup of leapfrog with his little frog sidekicks <laughs> he's like come on frogs <laughs> let's go his saggy face his weird saggy face yeah uh after that we have the owl who's just chilling on a branch with a giant owl this owl that's nearly as big as he is yeah and then there's a special gift for Vicky, and it's why I was giggling <laughs> talking to Vicky when I was telling her about this issue. We have a little pin-up of the Masked Marauder. <laughs> oh, because you want to put it on your wall, right? Yeah. No. With Do you the... know, like, where's where's the Plunderer's pin-up? I know. In his pirate gear. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I'll, I'll draw you a Plunderer pin-up, Vicky. Don't worry. <gasps> Amazing. Draw. Oh, my God. Draw me a plunderer pinup, and that's the picture of the plunderer I'm going to get tattooed on my body. <laughs> Can I do it really like a Hawkeye initiative? Please, oh plunderer. my god! <laughs> please, 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 please. So a butt shot, you mean? Yeah, and that's that's what I'm. That's the plunderer tattoo I'm going to get. <laughs> uh, I'll add it to my list of, of projects. Nice. <laughs> um, I like that the Mars Marauder. We also get a little. <laughs> A little in memoriam at the bottom to him. <laughs> oh, that's great. So um, after that, we have the blueprint for an all-purpose Billy Club. So a little bit of cane watch. Um, and I know this episode's running long, but there's so much in this annual. It's so, there is so, so much, big. yeah. Uh, so this goes through a little bit about how his his cane turns into a Billy Club, and they talk about section A is used for throwing, and section B is used for swinging, and you know, you how he fires the cable and it turns into a hook and all this kind of thing, which is pretty cool. I like all this stuff that's kind of introducing new readers to, like, the villains, you know, with the pin-ups, and then this is introducing them to sort of, you know, his, his billy club and all this. Um, and then we have one final story, which is called At the Stroke of Midnight. <laughs> um well, so what were your thoughts on this, guys? Because it's very short, so I don't think we need to really go through what happens. It's only three pages. It was cute. It is really cute. It's uh, Stan Lee and Gene Colan trying to uh, decide on a story for a, a new Daredevil issue. And, and what I find hilarious about this whole like little comiclet, shall we say, mm-hmm. is that Stan is blatantly mad in this yes. scenario <laughs> and Jean and is Jean is foggy Jean yeah. even looks like like there's <clears throat> there's a couple of um panels before the end and and he looks exactly like foggy Jean because yeah like <laughs> like Stan is just like oh this is gonna happen and he's all Jean's like well how's that gonna happen he's like oh, I don't know you'll figure it out <laughs> <laughs> so it's true they are the Matt and Foggy <laughs> they are totally 
It's great. I hadn't noticed that, but now that you pointed it out, it is, it is pretty <laughs> funny. I was just trying to figure out, now, did, did Stan write this just to goof on the two of them himself, or did someone else write this and they snuck it in? I don't know, because it doesn't say who wrote it. I mean, they just say the issue was written by by Stan. Yeah. Um, you know, as they always do, but yeah, I don't know. But it's weird seeing this picture of Stan Lee, because obviously... Like his his look is so iconic. Like like later in life, you know. Yeah. It's weird seeing him drawn like this because I was thinking the same thing. You don't look at him and go, "Oh, that's Stan Lee," you know. Yeah. Um. So young and he has like freckles across his nose and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and he's not wearing glasses. Um. Yeah, it's just kind of weird. But yeah, Jean is. It looks exactly like he like even with the green suit. It's hilarious. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> And the um, funny best part for me was at the end where the uh, the, yeah. <laughs> the men in white are taking about to sneaking up with the nets to take him off to the <laughs> insane asylum. I like as well at the end they joke, um, they joke. Let's uh, we'll start a new mag called Foggy, the man filled with fear. I was like, oh, <laughs> poor Foggy. <laughs> they were um, mentioning Baron Zemo in there at one point oh, too. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah. Timely. Yeah, that yeah. was fun. They would like sort of say about Baron Zemo turning up, and I thought that was yeah, really fun. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's a fun little story at the end, you know. Mm. Um, so that is the end of the annual of the mm. chunky annual. Chunk, chunk. Uh, which would have cost twenty five cents back in the day. Oof. Yep. Yep. So. Uh, we have to decide who we are going to toot and who we are going to uh, boot. Now, does this become more complicated because Mars Marauder shows up at one point in this issue, Vicky? Who knows? Uh, well, you know that he's just an automatic... It's not even a boot, it's a yeet. It is. It's just, we're just going to push him off a mountain. Yeah, so... He's already then, dead. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it's it's... Like, do we include him? Because one of my toots is, um, oh my god, like his name is just completely just a bit Fabio. <laughs> oh, Kazar, Kazar, um, oh my god, that, like, <laughs> <laughs> Fabio, um, yeah, uh, because that whole but that's also like one of my favorite panels as well this week. Uh, so I think we can too. We just toot Moss Marauder when he turns up, like whether he's dead him, or not, like, yeah. To, yeah. Uh, boot, yeah. So we're well, just because he deserves it, even in death. I'm yeah. gonna shame him. Shame. <laughs> I'm gonna shame. 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 <laughs> I'm gonna boot uh, Karen's weird outfit. Yeah, that was orange one. Oh, the the, the second red one. with orange frills thing. Yeah, he's yeah. wearing. That was thought, on my list. Too. Yeah, it was so bad, and I was like, oh. And um, she's been dressed really nicely lately, so that was a you know, a, mm. a misstep on, a, a fashion misstep on her. A, a, on a her fashion fashion. faux pas. A fashion faux pas. Um, mm. So, yeah, and then to toot, oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of, I don't know why, I was appreciating a lot in this issue the kind of classic foggy green suit look, as he I did. mentioned. He looked like a handsome, chunky boy. Yeah. And when like, I say chunk, chunk is like doesn't mean fat it's like oh no bitch is looking thick yeah i love it i i'm gonna go with foggy because yeah i don't know what I, I was just very appreciative of 
of Foggy's look in this issue. So that that's mine. What about you, mm. Elizabeth? I liked Karen's flowered top at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could go with Foggy's outfit too. That's fine. Either one. What are you gonna boot? Uh, definitely Karen's brown checkered dress <laughs> ruffle. <laughs> and her her strange face. Yeah. Oh, and her, her yes, her bad uh, <laughs> plastic surgery face. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So panel of the week, we've I mean, I've said mine already. Mine is going to be the Matador doing a double take because I <laughs> died laughing. And Vicky, you've said yours is going to be Kazar. It's either Kazar or the uh, fake damsel in distress pose. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like I, I think I, I can I have both? You know what? It's an annual, so yes, you can. Yay! <laughs> you get two. Why not? Um, okay, and Elizabeth, what about you? My panel of the week was uh, Karen in the romance comics. Oh yes, uh, it pin-up. was. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, that was. I like that one as well. And the, it's just, it made me laugh as well, particularly because the foggy one next to it with <laughs> Foggy's face, like. <laughs> yeah. So now, we... and they were similar sort of a, a similar pose, but with a completely different expression. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just they were just so funny next to each other. It was, I don't know. Yeah, I liked it. Um, right now, we have to decide what we're going to do with this issue, with this annual, the first annual. So just as a reminder for our listeners, if we um, really enjoyed this issue, we think it's an absolute classic that has to be kept for future generations to enjoy. We will put it in our very special vault behind the bar. Um, if we thought it was terrible, it was the worst thing ever, we're going to throw it out of the window and hopefully it will land in a puddle and be destroyed. And uh, if we thought it was OK, we'll just toss it under the bar for maybe using in the future. So what do you guys think? I think because it's the first annual, it goes in the vault. I agree. It's the first and annual, it, and we get those pin-ups at the end, which yeah, I very much Yeah, and it wasn't enjoyed. like it wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, so it was actually quite entertaining. And given that it's it was double the length as usual, yeah, um, it actually was quite a quick read. Yeah, and there was a lot of little extra bonus stuff that I really enjoyed. You know. Yeah, and you, all you... of the um, acrobatic. Yeah, and there was those. There was a lot of beautiful panels, wasn't there? Mm. Uh, What What do you think, Elizabeth? (laughs) I was going to say, put it under the bar. (laughs) Why is that then? I kept expecting it to be like a um, a fever dream or something because he he was uh, having all these various bad guys wandering into the story (laughs) here and there. And uh, so the the story itself, I didn't love. I uh, the extras at the end were kind of fun, so I balanced it out with a uh, under the bar in between. But if you guys, but you're right, it is the first annual, so maybe it would be worth holding on to for that, if nothing else. I mean, if Black Tarantula and the Yakuza had showed up, <laughs> <laughs> if it had matched at all the description on Marvel Unlimited. That'll be five years from now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to keep an eye out for that issue, you know. Um, OK, I think because of that, it's going in the vault. Yay! Go for it. Oh, oh, there we go. I'm opening it. Oh. Uh, there we go. Okay, 
So now it is time for our last segment of the episode, which is a little segment that I and many others like to call Vix Predicts. Um, Vicky, it's back to business as usual next issue. Okay. With a little issue that's number 33. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to tell you the title and you're going to predict exactly what's going to happen. Like Like I've I've literally never been right. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. There's a first time for everything. Uh, So next issue is called Behold the Beetle. Oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously. Unless, is it like a rabid Paul McCartney? <laughs> I mean, if any of them are rabid, and Elizabeth knows this from listening to the Calavici fashion cast, it would be Ringo. Um, yes. Because we had a long-going joke of Ringo Starr being a secret serial killer. Yes. Well, maybe it's, okay, maybe it's just any of them turning up, like, it's, and they've gone sort of feral. <laughs> <laughs> and and are running around New York, and 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 Matt's just like, oh God, what am I gonna do? How am I gonna how am I gonna capture some feral beetles like actual beetles? <laughs> I will say, beetle is spelled really B E hope... T L E. Well, that's no fun. Maybe <laughs> it, it's um, it maybe the I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know where else to go with that. To be fair, like I I already hate this villain <laughs> just unless he's wearing some sort of like fantastical kind of green iridescent suit you know like how like some <laughs> some beetles of that sort of lovely metallic oh, yeah. yeah in which case i'd be like mm, okay but oh, yeah i, I already response. i'm i'm still um i'm still hoping for like feral liverpudlians <laughs> I mean, we do love our animal-themed villains, don't we? You know, Leapfrog, Birdman, the Owl. I think Daredevil at this point has as many animal-themed villains as Spider-Man does. Okay, if it's, like, not a feral Liverpudlian and it's, like, an actual beetle, it's going to be one of two things, isn't it? It's either going to be, like, a kind of awesome, sophisticated, plunderer-esque guy Ooh. who wears fabulous green suits and capes and everything else and is just like ha, 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 i'm living my best villain lifestyle or it's gonna be a dude with like a papier mache like shell that just kind of like pretends to scuttle around hell's kitchen and i don't know like spit some sort of like vaguely potent venom i don't have you, know have you, have you like... read the next issue already <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, well, we'll find out you next week. You literally made me cry. <laughs> we will find out next week if this is correct. I'm very excited to find out. Uh, meanwhile, Elizabeth, thank you so much for joining us as always. Thank you for having me. For this always first annual. Yay. Yay. Do you have anything you would like to promote? It doesn't have to be anything that you're doing, just anything. 
Um, no, I don't have anything. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's all right. Uh, I actually have something to promote this week. Tomorrow I will be uh, a guest on the Immortal Iron Fist podcast, Sons of the Dragon, um, with our regular listener, Connor, and Phil and Lilith from the Devil You Know podcast, uh, which is another Daredevil podcast. And uh, we are going to discuss uh, a future issue, which is issue 178. Um, which spoilers. is spoilers, <laughs> which is um, a, a very rare Daredevil Iron Fist um, team up, which is why we're covering it. Ooh. So that is going to be fun. But yes, Vicky is not allowed because it contains spoilers. <laughs> this is in the, the many, many years time when we get to the Frank Miller days. Like three years. Yeah. Probably. Three, yeah. Ish. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah so I'm going to be on that tomorrow so that's going to be fun so um, if you guys uh, I'll probably get this episode out like the same day that they we record so if you have any feedback uh, about that issue then send it over to those guys I'm sure they would love to have it uh, Vicky have you got anything you want to promote I have no life so no I don't this is the, the COVID, <laughs> COVID days the COVID days so like this is yeah this podcast that's what you know, <laughs> the thing. Like I could pimp out, maybe. Uh-huh. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, okay. Awesome. Well, in that case, it is time at the bar. What's kind of a yodel? Okay. We have to go. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.